Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. Thank you for joining us today in our search for what makes a great communicator. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone, and every episode we'll be speaking with leaders and experts on how they were able to use their communication skills to inspire, create trust, collaboration, and influence others all in a respectful manner. How did they do it? What did they do to get better? How did they adapt? Where did they fail? Listeners and viewers, if you are looking to improve your communication skills and take those steps to being the next great leader in business, you're in the right place. Enjoy the podcast. How do you manage up? This is a popular question that we get in our trainings at the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. How do you give feedback or change a behavior to someone that is an authority or someone that you have to report directly to without jeopardizing your career, your job, their relationship. Well, in this episode, we've got Melanie Ziltner, and she is sharing an insightful example on how she was able to use communication skills and processes that made her leader feel reassured, engaged, and involved. Melanie Zildner is the owner of Tripod Business Services since 2017, which is a boutique virtual assistance agency that specializes in content writing and creation. And before that, Mel had over 15 years of experience assisting professionals from small companies to government agencies. Now, managing up can be intimidating. Well, this episode is going to help you to have clarity on the mindset, the steps you can take, and the communication skills needed to build trust and collaboration in your organization. Let's meet Melanie Zildner. We are talking about managing upwards. Mel, thank you so much for being a guest on the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Well, this is an exciting topic to talk about because we've been talking with leaders about how they're inspiring others. And now we're, we're looking from the other point of view. How does one, and this is such a good topic because so many of our listeners are in this situation, even if you are a leader, sometimes you're still reporting to someone, how do you manage upwards, meaning how are you able to have an effect on someone you have to report to uh, who might be deemed as maybe having a higher authority, and how do you change their behavior or change an, an outcome? So this was an interesting topic that you you brought to my attention, and um, and I'd love to know, um, you know what your thoughts are on managing upwards what does that mean to you and how you how you came about this idea that ah i'm managing upwards that's what i'm doing here yeah i think it was um you know earlier in my career i i worked for somebody who um was not open to suggestions and there it it created a conflict with us and um i could see that there was a change that needed to be made and Mm -hmm. it was a it was a really interesting process to learn how to do that because I think at first I handled it wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I did what's, that. What's the, what's the word? What's the word? Uh, wrong. Okay. <laughs> wrong. Yeah. There's yeah. no. Okay. There's no way to sugarcoat it. But I think mm-hmm. I went in with um, with my opinions, you know, um, right. to give some background on it. Where I was working at the time, um, they weren't putting resources into administrative support. So I was finding that the workload was impossible. I was working for five different lawyers, two clerks. It was a very busy period, a lot of transition. And it was just, um, it wasn't, it wasn't going well. And I think the way that I approached it was that I came in and, you know, I think this isn't working. You know, my opinion is blah, blah, blah. And so 
doing it that way, um, it's just my opinion versus somebody else's opinion. Right. You know what I mean? Like it didn't have weight it, behind it. Right. And didn't get the response you were, you were hoping for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, kind of taking a step back and being like, okay, I still need more support. I'm still mm-hmm. just as busy. Right. Um, I kind of went in again, a little more prepared. Mm-hmm. I kind of said, okay, this is what's going on. You know, right. this is, these are the facts. This is what we're dealing with here. Um, so going in with something a little bit more concrete, mm-hmm. that it's not my opinion versus your opinion. It's, this is the reality. <laughs> and that's, that's a great observation that you, you realize that um, it's hard to dispute facts. Um, mm-hmm. And when there's an opinion, um, it could be for someone who's maybe higher up or maybe an authority figure higher than you, it could feel like maybe you're undermining them because they're, yeah. they're trying to find the truth in it. But when you give facts, uh, it, le- it leads to more like, okay, this is nothing. It's not a personal attack. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I, I had to learn. Mm-hmm. was that the person that I was working for had very high expectations mm-hmm. and I wasn't meeting them because I couldn't, but I was taking that very personally. You know uh, what I mean? That, right. that this was affecting my value somehow. Um, and it just tied very emotionally to me where it, it, I had to not take it personally. You know what I mean? It wasn't personal. Yes. Yeah. Yes, well, that's you know. So this is this is already two two great things here we got, which is, uh, you know, come prepared with with facts versus mm-hmm. versus coming in with maybe a reaction mode with opinions because that could undermine them or could make the other person feel defensive. So you're not going to get the results you're looking for. Uh, and then yeah, and then really, which is probably one of the hardest things to do, Mel. You're saying, which is yeah. <laughs> not take it personally. <laughs> yeah, no, and it was it was hard because it was it felt personal because it was me yeah. in this role. It's hard to right. separate the two, you know, the stakes are high for you, but maybe not so mm-hmm. high for, for that person that you're trying to, to change, but you're right. trying to create this change because it will be, make a, you happier. It'll make them happier. They don't realize it quite yet. It'll make everybody a bit more efficient and a bit more productive, which is really the goal. What, what we all want within our organization. We want to be happier, more efficient, more productive. Exactly. Um, sorry. So, so you're not taking it personally. Uh, you come in prepared. You've got the facts. Um, how was this received then? It was received better. Um, and mm-hmm. it was another thing that, that I talked about too was it's not just about, okay, this is going to make my life easier. It's This is really good for you, right? So right. kind of trying to play to their point of view of, how is this decision or how is this change going to be a great thing for you um, was helpful because it's easier to agree some, with something that's going to benefit you, right? It's a mutual purpose. Yeah. Um, this is what I'm going to get out of this. And this is what you're going to get. And yeah. this is what probably the team and the organization and this department is going to uh, to get out of this. So absolutely. Um, and so it sounds like also you really started thinking about the other person. So you weren't just mm-hmm. thinking about what your needs were, but you started thinking about, you know, the root cause or who is this person? What, what are they trying to accomplish here? Is that, yeah. is that right? Yeah. And it, it's, I think it's something I wish I did better at the time, um, was try and tap into more of that empathy because I was, mm-hmm initially looking at it just from my point of view and, you know, you're under stress and there's so much going on, but like for the person that I was reporting to, 
um, she was newer to the organization. It was a much different culture than what she was used to. Um, you know, she had been a partner at a large firm before. Now in this organization, right. it was a small department in a large organization. Um, I think she was trying to find her footing in a lot of areas. So for me to come in and be like, hey, you need to spend money. <laughs> Maybe not the time, right. you know, when you're still kind of finding that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like everyone who's in, in a new position coming into a leadership role, um, they want to make, they, they're trying to figure out, especially when, like you said, this person was in a different position, a higher up position, maybe the big fish in, in, in that area. And all of a sudden coming and be part of a huge organization. Yeah. Uh, the role's changing. They're trying to figure things out. Um, so definitely having that empathy for where they are at. And, you know, and we talked about this in previous podcast, meeting, meeting them where they're at. And it sounds like you're also, you're not going for the huge win. You're not trying to completely change everything. (laughs) No, no, no. And that, sorry, I feel like I cut you off there. It was really, no, no, that's good. If I could, if I could make a small win, if I could just move it. Yeah. a little bit then then that's fine that's, that's right. a win a win is a win no no and i think that's an important part in managing upwards mm-hmm. which is um we don't want to think about you know someone who has gotten to where they're at and be able to you know make a huge complete change but if we can get that 10 to 20% yeah. change in in a behavior or or in a result then that's already huge and we're taking those small steps and i think you probably created even more mutual respect for each other as well i hope so yeah <laughs> Yeah, I th- I I think so. I think if someone's willing to go, okay, I could see that there's there's some changes here. It's yeah. it's you're creating some. You know, you're you're you must have felt better about be, having respect for yourself, yeah. and you're showing respect for the other person. And then this person now, it's reciprocal. Mm-hmm. This person now shows. Well, and I think respect. it. I think it moved our relationship forward in the sense that when we made the little change and everything started working out better, it kind of gave some. Um, I don't know, some foundation for like the next time I wanted to make a little change. You have that kind of, remember last time Mel said this, okay, you know, it builds trust. It does. And now instead of, instead of sort of managing upwards, maybe you can even look at you as uh, a peer, a colleague versus someone who's a direct report to me. Yeah. All right, this is great. Um, let's let's talk about your. If you're ready, <laughs> we're going to talk about your failure, ta-da moment. But before we do that, we're going to take a little break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about your failure, ta-da moment. Right. Hi, I'm Joy Newhold, and we'll be right back to our interview. When I started the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company in 2002, I never would have imagined that one day we would have a podcast. So first, I want to thank you for listening and share some really exciting information about our organization with you. For years, we have made our live instructor-led software and soft skills training, consulting and coaching services customizable to meet the unique needs of each client and committed ourselves to a high quality of customer service. This combined to make the learning experience better for the participants and the planning process easier for the organizer. We love helping our clients so much We also develop many additional free resources to help you along the way, and this podcast is just one of them. 
At greatcanadiantraining.ca, you will find our free monthly webinars, blog articles, and free downloads covering everything from building better dashboards in Excel to navigating difficult conversations and everything in between. So make sure to join us at greatcanadiantraining.ca. But for now, I better let you get back to the podcast. Please enjoy the rest of the interview. All right. Welcome back. We're speaking with Mel about managing upwards. And now we're going to go into, and if you're ready, Mel, here we go. It's time for failure. Ta-da! <laughs> Which one? And so this, this is that, that, well, this is, here we go. This is that moment uh, where it's, it, it wasn't so much that it was a failure. It might have felt like that at the time, but it's really been a, a learning experience uh, about how to change your communication yeah. style. So uh, do you have one top of mind that you, you feel comfortable? Sure. To share with us? Yeah. I was thinking about um, just sometimes being, being at the table with people when you're the person with the least authority, you're not the decision maker. Um, there's, you know, decades more experience than you. I know for myself, I've struggled to, to speak up when I feel like I might have a mm. good idea or a different perspective, or I don't know, something to share. And so that's my, failure. But ta-da, <laughs> I have been challenging myself <laughs> to to mm-hmm. embrace those opportunities and to kind of um, get over myself right. that even though I don't have that same level of experience, I do have my experience. And that is a perspective right. worth sharing. And so not that, yeah. not that I always um, get listened to or like the ideas don't always get adopted, but what I do, it's really rewarding. And it's, you know, it's a good feeling. From ta-da to ah. Very good. <laughs> well, that 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 is so good, Mel, because I think, you know, it, and it ties in a lot mm-hmm. with managing upwards, which is should I share my perspective? And as you said, uh, if you hold on to it for too long, you might have missed that moment. And then it happens and then you realize, mm-hmm. oh, I should have spoke up because I could have saved this yeah. or saved that. Uh, most importantly, what you're saying is, bringing in a different perspective. Maybe you don't have the authority or the experience that you're sharing with, but it's bringing a different perspective. And that's always appreciated because it, it does. It's, it's, let's have big ideas before we narrow it down. So that's the advantage of speaking up is here's a thought. Let's see. I put it out there and congratulations to you for having the confidence and the courage to put it out there. And we encourage you to continue to put that oh, perspective thanks, out there. Mel, it has been a pleasure to talk about managing upwards. Some great tips, which we're going to hear in a bit in our three stars and our next step. Uh, Mel, if we want to learn more about you or get in touch with you, what is the best way to uh The to best way is on Instagram. And so it's mel.thewordnerd. Mel.thewordnerd yes. yep. at Instagram. Okay, we'll follow, we'll follow your adventures and your journeys there. Mel, thank you so much for being a guest on the Great Canadian Thanks. Leadership Podcast. And now it's time for our three stars, no trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you can start to put into practice. Number one, opinions versus facts. Facts are not personal. If you don't want your leader to feel defensive and unclear, keep it to facts. Those are indisputable. Number two, empathy. What's going on for them? If you are managing up, it's great that you have needs and wants. So does that leader. Just like we heard in today's episode, our leader was new to this role and had new responsibilities. So understanding what's going on for them is going to help you manage up. 
Number three, small wins are big gains. Don't think of it as a sprint when you're trying to manage up. Think of those small steps that you can take to create that change. So what's the next step? Not sure how to apply these three stars in business or in life? Try this in the next few days. Speak up. As we heard from Mel today, the value in speaking up is sharing your perspective. Worst case scenario, the idea is not implemented. Best case scenario, your idea is validated. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us in our search for what makes a great communicator. If you enjoyed the show, then please leave a rating or review. Even better, subscribe to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast and make sure you don't miss another episode. Let's stay connected. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at GCT underscore CompuEase. And if you'd like more information, free resources or class schedules on everything from software to soft skills training, consulting or coaching, then go on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. Thank you, and we will see you next episode.